So, since the abortion issue is raging, and people are making noise, I don't want to assume that you understand why we stand for life. See, because some of you are Democrats first, before you are Christian. And even though you are here, and you are hearing me, you are still holding on to your stuff. But you won't say that I didn't tell you. You're telling me you're not in touch with God. Amen. I will shock some of you because when Obama was running for president, I was so excited. Eh? I wrote them a paper and sent to the, their campaign how he will beat Hillary Clinton. And I went to an evening of resurrection at somebody's house. And you know how America works. You never know who is who. And there was this guy there. And then when I finished preaching, he told me, come here. And he took me to, into a back room in that house. I've never told this publicly. He said, now, they heard about you. Yes, America is dangerous. At least overseas, you know that they heard about you. Yes. America, everything is done quietly. <laughs> they make one phone call to put you away. You won't even know when you were sold. He said, I said, you heard about me, really? He said, now, we are considering you as one of the uh, uh, people that uh, Obama has to choose from as a personal chaplain to him. He said, now, we are planning his visit to Atlanta, and you will have a private consultation with him. I want you to know how excited I was and how far I got. Because some of you are making noise that you haven't been anywhere. Yeah. And nobody even knows you are here. I'm going to lay it all out. Yeah. Watch. And I went home. And I got on my knees. And I started praying. And the glory came on me. God did not make a suggestion to me. He said, thou shalt not vote for that man. He will be president. But don't vote for him. Oh, I was so discouraged. So I called uh, one of my spiritual daughters in Florida. I said, look at what happened to me. And she said, oh, I'm sorry for you, but I'm voting for him. Thank God he hasn't spoken to me. <laughs> you see now, she says she's my spiritual daughter. But God is telling the daddy not to vote, but she has her own mind. Amen. That's what is messing us up. Right. You're saying you're my spiritual children, right. but you don't stand where I'm standing. Amen. I'm fighting to turn America back, and you're voting to bring America down. Amen. Am I making it plain? Yes. Amen. So now, three days later, she calls me. 
I said, what's wrong with you? And she was quiet. I said, uh-oh. It has happened to you, too. <laughs> she said, yes! I said, good. That tells me your name is still in that book. You can still hear from God and change your mind. Some of you are from the Boy Scout. I shall not, I shall not be moved. I shall not, I shall not be moved. Just like a tree planted by the waters. I shall not be moved. Listen to this one. Preach all you care to preach. I shall not be moved. Read every scripture you know. I shall not be moved. Just like a tree planted. Oh, okay, now watch. Look at Psalm 139. That's Psalm 139. Oh Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. Thou knowest my down sitting and my uprising. Thou understandest my thought. You notice? He said, before the thought reaches your mind, yeah. God said, I've already seen it. I told you that no thoughts are original. Amen. That's why Jesus said, take no thought. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. He said, see it before it reaches your mind. Yeah. Watch. Thou compassed my path and my lying down, and I acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word in my tongue, but lo, O Lord, thou knowest it all together. He said, there is nothing you are saying God doesn't know. Amen. Thou hast beset me behind and before, and laid thy hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. Now watch. Whither shall I go from thy spirit? Or whither shall I flee from thy presence? If I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell. You say, even if you go to hell, God will be there. You will know who put you there. Watch. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me, and thy right hand shall hold me. If I say surely, the darkness shall cover me, even the night shall be. Yea, the darkness hideth not from thee, but the night shineth. I told you years ago, we were flying, it was raining. And I took off, we were flying a six-seat uh, Piper Seneca. It's like a truck. The Baron flies nicer, but more dangerous. Piper is very forgiving, but it's like a truck. And we took off raining and we kept climbing. At 5,000 feet, we broke out in the clear. You could see into the heavens. But the people on the ground, is raining, it's soggy, and everybody is in, indoors. Watch. And God said to me, son, you see, I'm always in the clear. 
even when you are in the fog, I see everything clearly. When have you heard from God last? When God talked to you? Are you just a good church man? Do you have fellowship with God? Because this witness must be true. That the Holy Spirit bears witness with your spirit. That you are a son of God. That you are not impregnated by some religious devil. You know all the words and the lingo. But when you kneel down, there's no connection. Watch now. You will see what I'm telling you. He said, the darkness, surely the darkness shall cover me. If I say surely the darkness will cover me, even the night shall be light about me. God sees everything. So when I don't know what to do, that's why I don't panic. He knows. Amen. I have confidence in him. Yeah, the darkness hideth not from thee, but the night shineth as the day. The darkness and the light are both. Uh-huh. Man invented infrared. Infrared. Signals. You have cameras. You have radar. You have all these things. They can see through clouds. 13. For thou hast possessed my reins. Watch. Thou hast covered me where? Where did the man say that God has covered him? That's what these people are invading. That the womb was the safest place for a child on the earth. He said, God has covered me in my mother's womb. Now mamas are killing their children. And saying, it's my body, my choice. Hey, I told my leaders that when I come from glory for this last one, that I was going to shock all of you. But then I didn't do it. So let me do it. I'm pro-choice. But what's the choice? As soon as you got pregnant, your choice ends. You have choice whether to get pregnant or not. They have condoms. They have pills. They have morning after. They have shots. They have all kinds of things out there for you not to get pregnant. But the moment you get pregnant, you've made your choice. Thus say it, apostle. <laughs> That's my own pro-choice. <laughs> okay, now watch. Because what they do in social media, they will go in and cut out that part. And then they put me out. That's what they just did to Pastor Creflo. <laughs> and they just take that segment all of a sudden all over social media. And I'm screaming, I'm pro-choice. <laughs> and then they will say, see, he's been deceiving the people all these years. <laughs> all right. Get it together. Your choice is you're pregnant and your choice is over. Amen. Now, that's a human being, and God covers that human being yeah. in the mama's womb. Hallelujah. Yeah. Watch now. It will get clear in a minute. Stop. Watch. It says, I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and 
wonderfully made. Hey, I am I'm delicate. You see, that's why Satan has used that spirit to contaminate children in the womb. Because even though mama didn't abort her own child, but if mama supports abortion, the spirit will attack her own child. So you, you give birth to children instead of feeling wonderfully made. Now they feel less than. I don't like my nose. I'm not this. I'm too fat. I'm too thin. I said, God has somebody who loves your kind. Watch out now. Don't tell Brother Copeland about this part I'm going to say. So <laughs> now watch. Even if in your movement there's tremors, God made somebody that loves your kind. You have no reason to think that you are not fearfully and wonderfully made. That's a lie of the devil. It's a lie of the devil. And different cultures appreciate different things. When I was growing up in my culture, if you had this gap in your teeth, my God, they said it was the ultimate. You are so handsome. You are so beautiful. I come into America, and everybody's going to close it. I said, no. You need to get convinced <laughs> that I'm the best thing since sliced bread. <laughs> ah, you see? I ain't going to no dentist to close up nothing. I'm fearfully, wonderfully. I was listening to this preacher. He said that somebody told him he had an accent. He said, me have an accent? He said, if you know the miracle it is for me to speak to you in English, I have to first speak in my language and translate and then understand how to say it to you. By the time I finish all that gymnastics and say something to you, and now you have the audacity to insult me, to say, <laughs> you should be celebrating that you even can understand what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay, now watch, watch. Come on, let me get to it. Watch. I will praise thee. Watch now. I may be making jokes, but don't miss the mystery. The man said, I will praise you. When was the last time you looked in the mirror and said, thank you, Lord? Amen. I love who you made me. I love how I look. I like my style. You gave me fashion. You gave my taste. Hey, I love it. Ooh, glory to God. Where are all these chickens running around? May sons of God appear. Amen. I will praise thee, O Lord, for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. We went to the airport to shoot this movie, this video that I, I took to Nigeria. And I had my apostolic white and I mean, my white shoes and... Man, I was glistening like the sun, and the glory was on me. And as soon as I landed, you know, all these guys, they said, man, you look fantastic. I, I, I wish I, I could look like that. Uh, the guy said something else that I, that's not coming to me now, and I, I turned around and quipped something. I said, you know, but the way I look, you have to be paying me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I said, because God dressed me up. If I listened to the devil, I would have been in depression. When I was riding around in that rusted car and didn't know where to sleep. And God was saying he has blessed me. I am not natural. It's the glory that strengthened me. And lifted me. And crowned me. So I don't go anywhere talking about myself. I'm talking about the God that made me. The God that lifted me. What did David say? He said, Lord, you are my glory and the... We are blessed to show his glory. Praise God. Watch. I want you to see this. So you will never support abortion again. Watch. Watch. He says, My substance was not hid from thee, verse 15, when I was made in secret and curiously wrought in the lower parts of the earth. Thy eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect. And in thy book, all my members were written. He said, when I was forming, I was still this mass, this, you know, bunch of cells. Nothing has formed. He said, but you already knew me. You already knew my limbs and what my face would look like and everything. Who told you? And they're talking about the, the months of viability. You are not a human being when, when you can survive on your own. Amen. When you live all your life dependent. Nobody's independent. Amen. Come on now, preach. You need relationships in your life. Amen. Amen. All right, now watch. This is how dumb people are. Let me go into General Motors and see the frame or the carcass of a Cadillac going down the assembly line, and I'll just take it and destroy it and say it's not a car. What do you think will happen? Uh, okay, you, you make the verdict then. So you cannot do that to a car, but you can do that to a human being. Why would they arrest you and charge you? Because you're looking at the carcass, but everything that goes with it is waiting to join it. He said, I was being curiously wrought that God was doing his thing. Oh, Lord, help me. Let me not prove them right. Watch, watch. (laughs) Watch. He said, I was being wrought curiously. He said, in the lower parts of the earth or in my mother's womb. But look, look at this. Look at this. That God can make your thumbprints uniquely yours. No, you don't understand. Watch. How are you going to design something in this small space and make it seven billion ways and no two are the same? It's too much. (laughs) What a mighty God we serve! Let me comment on this one and then I'll, I'll pray. Okay, 1 Corinthians 6, 1 Corinthians 6, verse 9. Know you not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived. 
neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor, okay, nor, no, 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 I'm still on effeminate, nor effeminate, nor effeminate. What is that thing you all do and you put the video where you keep turning? What do you call that thing? Okay, you looping it. Okay, I'm looping it. Effeminate. Eh? Effeminate. Huh? Come on, don't let me down. All right. All of you will not get dinner because you didn't say it right. He says, when a man starts acting like a woman, he will have no inheritance in the kingdom of God. He's an effeminate man. We'll have no inheritance. Okay. Are we reading the Bible? Yeah. <laughs> there is no effeminacy. If there's a word like that, I make them up. Hey, this is not good. I told them whichever one I use, if it's not there, put it in. That's how we get the other ones. I told you there was no normalcy until Senior Bush used it. And he got in the thing. The son of God is here. He greater than Senior Bush is here. <laughs> Watch now. There is no concept of effeminacy as an issue with a woman. Because a woman is supposed to be effeminate. It's when a man becomes effeminate that we have a problem. He says he will not have any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Then how can you support it? Then you're telling me you are not a son of God, number one, and you too do not have any inheritance because you can't support what would defeat what it is you are representing. Tell every gay man, come back to God. Look up to heaven and say, Lord, you made me a man. Let the spirit depart from me. Beloved, I'm not a politician. I am preaching the Bible. I'm not discussing civil rights. I'm discussing spiritual authority and what is truth about the word of God. We cannot legitimize what the word of God disallows. Now you can do what you want, but if it's God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the creator of the ends of the earth that you're worshiping, his word and him are one. He does not support a man representing himself as a woman. If that is the case, a demonic spirit entered to skew the man's DNA. And if in truth the man stands up and cries out to God, God will send help by the Holy Spirit to defeat that demonic force. The same way a heterosexual man has to cry out to God to be delivered from the spirit of lust that's driving him where now he has 20 and 30 women. The same way a gay man has to cry out to God to be delivered from his gayness and brought back to the original blueprint that God set up. 
You have to understand that. That if we all became gay, there will be no children. The world will die out. You cannot support what does not fulfill God's original mandate. Be fruitful and multiply. When a woman was introduced, Satan panicked and attacked humanity. And we fell away from God because he knew the power of the woman to recreate what God intended. And today Satan continues to jump into women to drive the culture the wrong way. Don't you know that if things continue the way it was and women did not join the sexual revolution, then none of, even abortion would not be an issue. It's because women said, hey, we too have rights and then we can have sex and do as we please as men. The men said, well, of course, baby, come on. And everything was liberalized. <laughs> what you had to go through hell and high water to get before, come to Africa, you see, you can't just say, I love you, I love you, you go to the courthouse. By the time you pay all the stuff that goes with it, first visit, second visit, then the traditional wedding, I mean, you save a lifetime to get married once. That's why there are very few divorces. Because by the time you finish one, <laughs> you notice you're going through something, but you can't afford another one. So you just suck it up. <laughs> because if you let her go, you, you, you don't have enough life span to save up again for a second one. <laughs> and in America, the whole thing is inverted, that even the woman marries the man. Then how is she going to submit to him after she marries him? Hey, the whole thing is so messed up. <laughs> it's like the Lord Jesus sitting in heaven and waiting on us to come to heaven to join him. How are we going to get there? He has to come for us and empower us to get to him. It's the man should marry a woman, not the other way around. Ooh, yes, is the word of God. Yes, it might not be the American culture, but I'm telling you that's what's wrong. It needs to be fixed so the confusion will end in Jesus' name. Sit down and write to me. Don't write me ugly letters. I won't respond. Or emails, I won't respond. But if you are searching for truth, we can sit you down and, and give you the word of God so that he will deliver you from your own confusion. That's what God sent us to do. We are not being politically correct. We will never be politically correct. We will be scripturally correct because the word of God will never pass away. Jesus said, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word will not pass away. Do you understand the magnitude of that? So if you think you can ignore the Bible and win, good luck. <laughs> you will find that your life will crash and all kinds of curses will be running in your generation. So we're preaching it to you. Call today, 770-994-3777. Give us your testimonies of how God healed you from abortion or healed you from this gayness and all the confusion. Those of you supporting these things, I was in North Carolina, and God told me to make a decree that anybody supporting gay rights, barrenness will enter their family for 10 generations. Or is it three generations? I don't remember now, but I'm sure of the first part. You have to understand, okay, three generations. Somebody just reminded me. Three generations. So you have to know what you're dealing with. And when you see barrenness attack your children who got married, you know what's ailing you. I'm telling you before time. The prophet is here. God bless you. 
We'll conclude this powerfully tomorrow. In Jesus' name, amen.